I would like to welcome you all, our dear listeners of our radio, The Revealed Word, by the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome. I'm so happy to see you, to hear you, the ones that are on. If you are listening to us on YouTube, Одноклассники or ВКонтакте platform, may the Lord bless you. The ones that are watching, the ones that are listening, we would like to start with a new topic today. So this will be a new series of video lessons. So this is something special. We together will be learning more about how you can teach people that are deaf. Even how can you teach people that are blind, that can't see? How can you teach Bible, the scriptures to them so they can read it? So this is a new format for our radio. We haven't been uh, doing such programs before because this is more of the educational nature. But this is our very first program of this kind. And praise be the Lord for that. So this will be the introduction. And today we will be talking together with you about different aspects. We will be touching on the problem, the challenge itself. So we'll talk about the challenges faced by the deaf people, first of all. Why do we think this is of high relevancy, such a problem, such a challenge? We can discuss a little about what is the situation with deaf people, uh, globally speaking. I think many of us have never been really thinking about that part of life. But because we are Christians and the Lord has given us the Great Commission so we can carry the good news, the gospel to the end of the world, to all the people groups, this is one important group of people that are in need of hearing that. They need Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They need to receive, to hear and to receive Him as their personal Lord and Savior. How this can be done? There is only one way. They should have access to reading the Word of God, knowing the Word of God, the Bible. So that way they will be receiving the knowledge. What does God want for their lives, for the people? In general. So, praise be to Jesus. Hallelujah. So, could you please send us some messages? Where are you? Uh, the ones that are listening to us, we would like to welcome you all. Even mention your names, if you wish. So, praise Jesus. Let's start. So, what will be the plan of our today's program? We'll try to move as quickly as possible. Because tomorrow is a work day for everybody. So this evening, we won't take much of your time. We will be moving quickly through the material we would like to present you. So what's the plan of our session? Well, we'll touch on the problems and challenges faced by deaf people, first of all. Secondly, we'll talk about the solutions for those problems. What are the methods possible to be applied? And then I'll briefly talk about what are the solutions practically to be applied when a deaf person cannot read, uh, is not fluent or uh, doesn't know at all the sign language, how to bring the scriptures, how to explain the Bible to such people. We will watch and hear about some testimonies, some stories. Praise God. So let's begin with point number one. So our part is 
first of all, to discuss the scope of this problem, globally speaking. So looking at the statistical data, globally speaking, uh, looking at the overall population of our Earth, people that are deaf altogether in the world are about 70 million. So people that are both blind and deaf are about 600,000, globally speaking. So these are large numbers, actually. I live in Belarus, so our country has 10 million of people as its population. So basically, we can say every country of the world has deaf people, deaf and blind people, the ones that are in a need of such ministry. They need someone to come and to help them to learn more about the will of God and to know about his will and to receive Jesus Christ, learning more about him from the scriptures. What are the global problems faced by deaf people in the world? So, the problem or the challenge number one is the sign language irrelevancy. What does it mean? Practically speaking, I will just give you one example to help you to understand the nature of this challenge. Please take a look at this screen. So, a lady to your right, her name is Ora. So, she's from Uruguay. That's where she lives. So, once she came to the seminar organized for the deaf people and then she was greatly encouraged to she wanted to attend and to participate but then one simple conclusion she drew that she could not relate to what was happening there because they used the sign language to communicate but then no one was able to understand the messages she tried to express why she learned the sign language about 50 years ago, but then it became irrelevant because with time, the sign language was evolving, was developing, it was modified. So people that were in that room, they couldn't understand, they couldn't communicate to her and she wasn't able to communicate to them. So as we talk about different challenges faced by the deaf people, we can say that the sign language loses its relevancy, which means this is a living thing. So the sign language is evolving, it changes. So if a deaf person is not following the trend, is not updating his or her knowledge, that person can feel lost in terms of the new developments of the sign language, so it becomes irrelevant. The problem number two for the deaf people is that the sign language they use to communicate is not universal. What does it mean? It means that similarly to the situation with our languages, when we speak our language, we use different sounds generated by our mouth, people can hear what we say, but then there are different languages in different countries such as English, Russian, Ukrainian, etc. But with the sign language, the situation is very similar to that. If an English person speaks the sign language, being a deaf person, he probably can't communicate to, the, to an American deaf person also speaking the sign language in some situations. What happens is that people that live in the same country but in different cities, sometimes they can't communicate. They can't understand each other with the sign language they use. For instance, people that live in St. Petersburg, deaf people from St. Petersburg and deaf people from the city of Moscow, they might not understand the vocabulary used by the deaf people from the other cities in Russia. Also, another problem, which is number three challenge, is the low level of education among deaf people. Which means, 
all of the deaf people, uh, speaking about the global population, very few of them are highly educated. Very few of them are uh, pursuing the education as such or growing and developing in their lives. For us, this can be a simple thing to take something, to read something, to learn something, to hear about a video or audio resources and then use it. For deaf people, they have lots of barriers, challenges and obstacles on the way of their learning and getting their education. So, out of 70 million of deaf people in the world, 80% of them are uneducated. About 56 million of deaf people, globally speaking, are not educated. And what do I mean by that? This means they can't speak any language. They are illiterate. They can't speak sign language or any other language in general, which means they have no chance to understand, to know the Word of God, to read the Bible, even if this is the Bible translated into the sign language. They are not educated, they are illiterate. So, the low level of their education is a big problem. And number four is the disregard and disrespect that is in the society towards deaf people. So, in some countries, they face stigma. They are being ignored. No one communicates to them. No one has fellowship with them. No one helps them to grow or to be developing. So just one example. And this is the case study of one girl from Paraguay. And we'll quote it a bit later in some minutes. Okay, what could be the solution to address those challenges? Yeah, the situation is as it is. A lot of deaf people... Many of them are illiterate, they are uneducated, they can't read the Bible. But there is one missionary organization which is called Wycliffe Associates. I will mention more details about that. So that's their logo, Wycliffe Associates, accelerating Bible translation. They are the ones involved in Bible translations all across the world in different countries. So uh, I'm not that fluent in English, but that's their logo and that's their uh, slogan, Accelerating Bible Translation. That's their motto. And they work in different countries across the globe. They set up the environment so that the Bible could be translated into the languages of different people, groups, and nations that do not have Bible translated to their mother tongue. So they give uh, trainings, they have their own methodology, and then they train the team of local translators how to organize for the accelerated Bible translation to their mother tongue. And we already heard about great results. So local people, they translate Bible to their own languages. This is an accelerated method, which is different from, from what used to be practiced in history. Like missionaries would travel to a different nation, they go to a people group, they will spend lots of years of their lives to learn the language by themselves, just alone. And no one is able to do checks and uh, proofreading because they're just there by themselves. But this method is different, but we won't touch on details so far yet. So this mission organization has developed their own methodology. So they also developed a methodology on how to teach deaf people about the scripture, how to read the Bible. Why did they start doing that? Because as we mentioned, all of those challenges, that's what they realized. This was a revelation to them once upon a time. Like this lady I'm showing at this picture, Ora, she approached them. 
She knew the sign language, but she couldn't communicate to people at that workshop where she attended and no one was able to understand what was she communicating to them. So they started to think how to help such people as her. So the conclusion was made that we need to work on developing a universal language to help such deaf people all across the world, to help them to read and to understand the Word of God, first of all. So, what were the criteria they used, the requirements to such a new language? It has to be quick to learn, it has to be easy to learn, and it has to be universal for different people, for different nations. So, the existing sign language is not universal because it differs across different people groups. So, these were the criteria they set for the new language to be developed, to be able to assist and to help many deaf people, regardless of their nationality, the ethnicity, the country of their residence, to help as many people as possible to become literate, uh, with this language to learn it and to read the Word of God using this new language and through that to learn more about God, to know about salvation, to receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior and to have eternal life because the Bible is clear. How can you believe if there is no one to preach it? So if a human being has not heard ever the Word of God, how will faith come for them to be saved? So they need to have access to hearing and knowing the Word of God. So this was their task, the goal. They meditated on that, they prayed, and they wanted to develop such a new language, and they succeeded. So as a result, this is something they developed. So that's the language they uh, created. Sun is the abbreviation which stands for Symbolic Universal Notation. Sun, the acronym. So, this is the universal system of symbolical notations. So, yeah, basically the ac acronym SUN stands for Symbolic Universal Notation. So, when this system, SUN, was under development, the inspiration, the ideas were drawn from the Chinese language. We know that the Chinese language is based on the set of hieroglyphs, uh, symbols, basic. Hieroglyphs, and this is a small set standing for the key concepts of the language. But then those symbols would be used in combinations for different situations, and then you can just uh, combine them depending on the other more complex hieroglyphs that are used by Chinese in their language. So, this is a symbolic hieroglyphic uh, language which is different from the way we used to communicate the alphabet that we use because our writing is based on the alphabet. Every graphic symbol we use is not linked to the meaning, but it is linked to the way the sounds uh, are heard. So, as you can see, different letters, if you just select them uh, separately, they don't mean anything. But putting together the letters, then you get a word with a meaning. But the symbolic system is different. Let's take the hieroglyph, just an example, to demonstrate the concept behind this new language. So, this hieroglyph stands for a woman. This is a Chinese word. So, this word, this hieroglyph stands for woman. So, what 
if we add one more hieroglyph of the same kind, these are two women, but the meaning is a place or a situation where two women come together. The accurate meaning for this combination, you yourself can uh, just guess. When two women come together in Russian language, you can name it uh, with a special concept. But for the Chinese, when they have women coming together, two women, these are two hieroglyphs uh, and they are drawn together. So that's how they use the language in Chinese. But what's interesting, take a look at one. So we don't see a woman as an image in this graphic sign, but children have a better imagination. So they can look at that and say, yes, this looks like a woman to us. But for us, the adults, we are grown up people, we are more practical in the way we think. So our creative thinking is different compared to children. So it's difficult to see a woman in this graphic uh, sign. Let's take a look at another Chinese word or another hieroglyph from the Chinese language. That's the sign that stands for a tree. So this is the hieroglyph that means tree. So this means a tree, this hieroglyph. One, two, three. Can you hear me? Um, I feel like the sound went off. I hope it's not the case. Well, it works. You can hear me. The sound is on. Praise the Lord. Maybe the volume of the music can go down slightly. So let's take a look at this hieroglyph together. So what we can see. It stands for a tree. And it doesn't look like a tree. Not exactly. Like, is it a tree? Really? But if we do something else, we can add something all around this hieroglyph. So, let's see. Now, you can see a tree. This is a much better image that stands for a tree. So, this is a basic principle for the sun language. The symbolic universal notation system. So, sun, that's the principle they used. So, basically, that's the concept and the principle for the sun system, for the new language that had been developed. So, the same principle that Chinese use for their hieroglyphs, but in sun, every symbol should be more visible. It should carry the image and it should have different elements to communicate and something that will be easier to guess what is the meaning behind the notation or the sign that you can see? So, let's take a look at this thing. If this is uh, two hieroglyphs, two trees next to each other, that would mean a forest. So, if it's two trees like that, it means forest. 
So that's the place where you can have or you can see lots of trees. So that's how it works. These are visual symbols and signs, the images accompanying the symbols. And that is helpful because that way we can present different words from the Bible, from the Holy Scriptures. Let's take a look at another sign, another word that stands for a man or a person. This is another Chinese hieroglyph. So the meaning is a man. When we just take a look at that, simply looking at the sign, you can't see a person or a man in it, but then adding something to this symbol, it's more obvious. When you can see feet and a head, it stands for a person or a human being, a man. So, when we have such visuals, such images, it's very helpful. Because people that are deaf, so in our context we are speaking about deaf people, when they are learning different words, we need to help them to better remember what the signs they're learning, what do they stand for. So, they shouldn't just be watching some uh, lines and symbols which are not clear in their meaning, but they should see the obvious uh, picture. Well, it looks a bit different, but that's the meaning behind the approach. So the symbol, the picture should be more visual so that people have an easy guess what does it mean. So when someone looks at this sign, the symbol is clear and then they can memorize it easily. So this symbol stands for a man or a person. Now, let's add something else to the symbol of a man. For instance, such a thing can be added, so it looks like a pencil, like a green pencil. So, if we just take a look at the symbol, the meaning behind this picture, well, first symbol stands for a man, the second symbol stands for a pencil or a pen or a verb to write. That way, when these two symbols are put together, the meaning behind is that a man is writing or someone, a person, is writing. In a different context, these can also have a meaning of a person, a writer or an author of a piece of an art or someone who is writing and copying the scriptures, for example. So, that's the approach for the sun system, symbolic universal notation. So, the basis for that is 90 basic key symbols. So, you can combine them, you can move them around and use them to create all of the other symbols. So, to write the Bible in such symbols and to teach this Bible to deaf people, we will only need to learn 90 key basic symbols or images. Sometimes the basic symbols, they can change. And then eventually what we have as a result is that the word changes its meaning. Just for example, this symbol that stands for a man if we put it down, lay it on the side, 
the meaning will change because that means or that stands for sleep or rest or a person that is sleeping so similar manipulations can be carried out with all of the other basic symbols the 90 of them so that way we can uh, give the meaning of all of the words and texts from the new testament praise the lord sorry So, that's good, excellent. You might have some questions. Maybe you want some clarifications. Please send us your questions, your messages. We'll do our best to explain, to clarify on anything. Let's take a look at this girl. Her name is Sandra. She's 14, or she was 14 when this picture was made. So, she was born deaf. So, when I was telling you about the problems and challenges faced by deaf people in the world, the negligence, the, the way they are being ignored by the society, that's what she was facing because that's her context in the country where she lives. Because in that country, people believe that disabled children is a curse of the family. So she was always disregarded, disrespected and ignored. And she had to stay at home. She never communicated to anyone outside of her home. When she was brought to the seminar on sun, she was ignorant, ignorant. She was not educated. She could not speak the sign language she could not read she could not communicate but after three days of learning about the sign language she could read the first ever passage from the holy bible and she could show it with her signs with the sign language because our uh, consultants that uh, carried out the workshop itself they could use the Paraguay's uh, sign language itself. So she was able to read the passage from the Holy Scriptures. Then she approached the consultant that was there next to her and she asked something with the sign language. You know what she asked? She asked, how can I receive this Jesus into my heart? The passage that she was reading was telling her about Jesus Christ uh, that healed a deaf and a mute person and she got it. That That's exactly what she needed. And the person, the consultant, never mentioned salvation or Jesus Christ to her, but the Holy Spirit was working and touched her heart during her reading of that passage. And then she was she felt that prompting in her heart to receive Jesus and to ask about how to receive him in her heart as the Lord and the Savior. Praise the Lord for such uh, amazing story. So... In that country, in Paraguay, there was another target group of people, not just deaf, but also blind. So both blind and deaf people, two men, brothers, deaf and blind from their birth, they were not educated, they were illiterate completely. So they couldn't communicate, they couldn't understand, they couldn't be uh, in the society for fellowship. So... They attended a special school for the blind people, but after four years of attending the school, sent them back because they said, we can't help them. Like, if you're a blind person, but you can hear, 
the job of a teacher is much easier. It's much easier when you're blind, when you're when you're deaf, but you're not blind. But if you're both deaf and blind, it's very difficult. So the school could not help them. They said we cannot do anything to them to help them. But then someone took them to the Sun Seminar. So in Paraguay. They were invited to attend this workshop to learn about the sun language. So three D versions have been used here. We can see with our eyes. This is a two D uh, image, or on the computer screen, smartphone screen, or this can be a card with a printed image on it. But with the blind people, you should use three D images and three D uh, cards. So basically. The images, the symbols were basically the same as for the deaf people who are not blind. So one of the assistants uh, started to help those two brothers who were both deaf and blind. And by the end of the second day, they were able to read and to understand those words. So they were tested how they understood and perceived the concept behind those different 3D images and watching them from outside, you could see their faces being transformed and the level of understanding to deepen because these 3D uh, images, cards they were holding in their hands, you could even judge by the facial expressions that they could really perceive and comprehend and they could have this new link and communication with the world outside, which was not the case before. Praise God, this was a great blessing. Even to watch them being transformed. This is one more boy or a young man. He's 19. His name is David. So he was born in the West Africa. And when he was born, he was completely deaf. And he was almost completely blind. When the family took him to the doctor to get some help to improve his eyesight, the doctor prescribed some eye drops. But as a result, these eye drops made him a completely blind person. So it was worse than before. So he was completely blind and deaf as a result. So he couldn't communicate even to his own family. They took him to the audiologist, the doctor. He was also a pastor of the church. His name was Randy. So that pastor, who was also a doctor, tried to work with David to find some ways to help him, to teach him so that he can communicate at least at the minimum level to uh, teach him to do something about communication. But then he almost gave up. I can't help him, he said. He's both blind and deaf. Uh, I can't. So in the West Africa, in that country, there was a workshop on the sun language. So David was invited and Randy came. So both of them, they attended that sun workshop one day. So this doctor, Randy, the audiologist, he was educated and he was trained on how to work with such children who are both deaf and blind, how to teach them to communicate. So Randy started to help David to teach him the key concepts, by the way, Watch carefully. On this picture, you can see David holding the 3D card with the image of a man. Remember? 
that's the hieroglyph we looked at uh, some minutes ago. So he's holding the 3D card with that same image. So Randy, the pastor and the doctor started to work with David and David, he liked it so much. He was just captivated with that new experience. He was gaining quickly new understanding. The comprehension level went up. So he was able to read two sentences from the Bible with the words like people from all over were bringing sick people to Jesus to be healed. So he received the salvation. He received Jesus as his Lord. And he started to learn more about Jesus Christ using this methodology, this universal symbolic language, sign, son, praise the Lord for such great stories. Also, Another story is about uh, two brothers, Jude and Pedro, also from Paraguay. So all these stories are from Paraguay. These are real stories. I'm not experienced in this area, so I can't share my personal results from this specific area of testimonies and stories. But I've heard a lot from brothers and sisters that work in this uh, mission organization, Wycliffe Associates from uh, Paraguay. They were sharing and telling me this real stories. So Judah and Pedro, two deaf and blind brothers, once they got educated based on this uh, program, the sun language, somehow it didn't achieve the progress they were hoping to have. No results, no comprehension. Somehow they didn't respond the way uh, as expected. So some doubts started to rise, like whether it's possible at all to work with deaf and blind people to help them using this approach. But then the consultant was invited who was a deaf person himself. He wasn't blind, but he was deaf. So he started to work with his two brothers. Immediate results were obvious. First day they started they could read their first four words ever in life with a full comprehension and understanding. So how do you check the comprehension level of a person? Do they understand what they read, what they are being taught? You know what they do? They have some tests they have to pass on the comprehension, comprehension evaluation. So first words they were reading were the numbers from one to four. So they took the 3D cards with numbers, one to four, and they got them in a mixed order, not sequential, and they were able to place them according to their real sequence. One, two, three, four, proving that they really had the understanding, the comprehension was there, it was confirmed. So they could read and they could see the meaning behind each of these 3D cards. So that's the way it worked. So the 3D printer prints the 3D cards and using that, you can teach blind and deaf people and you can educate them. You can teach them to understand those symbols and to communicate. And as time goes, with more and more practice, you can give them the word of God. Because when they finally learn all of those 90 basic symbols, then using those symbols, they can combine them and make all of the words that are there in the scriptures, in the Bible. Praise Jesus for that. Well, 
This was our introduction lesson. I hope it was interesting for you. It was informative for you, dear listeners. May the Lord bless you richly. So, during our next lesson, the next program, we will tell you more about what can be done. Practically speaking, we will show and take a look at the cards. What can you do with them? How can you use them to teach people to read? As for the homework, well, if I may to suggest that you have some homework, please take a look around you. You probably will be able to identify some people in your environment who are deaf or with impaired hearing. Perhaps you find such people and perhaps you are the person that is called and capable to bring them the word of God using this sun approach, the universal symbolic uh, notation language, but then to bring it to them, first of all, you need to learn more about that yourself. You have to become fluent in that. So we will do that together with you with the following program, the peace of God to all of you. May the Lord bless you, each one of you. If you have questions, please feel free to write, send them to us. All the best and wish you the peace of God to all of you.